0: Well, we
1: What's up, everybody? We are back kicking it stateside, episode number 19. I'm with my brother, per usual. What's going on, Bri? I'm great, man. We Excellent. Got lots to talk about. What it do, do, baby? Yeah! Yeah, <laughs> boy. Um, yeah, so we have a shit ton to get to today. Um, obviously, this week has kind of been a little crazy with the amount of games that's uh, been going on, I guess we could say. I love it. I wish there was midweek games. With last weekend... Um, being a very weird week score-wise I think. There's a lot of uh, interesting results. Yeah, very uh very mixed up. There was
0: some were pretty tough to call. Yeah. Uh we we've been doing good so far this week.
1: Yeah, I mean, we've hit on what did we hit on? The Chelsea one and the United one, right? Yeah, I hit one, you hit one. And we both pretty much knew Liverpool was going to win. I <laughs> so. was going to say it was looking good in the first half, I'm like, sweet four one, and then, yeah, you had it nailed, but it seemed like there was just it more was goals too good to be come. true,
0: yeah, there was definitely more goals to come in that game, so we both picked up five points, and we got today's game to go,
1: yeah, we got two today, um Sheffield and Newcastle, and then Arsenal Brighton um we should we're probably just gonna run down, I think yeah, this we'll go week back to Tuesday. Yeah, um, last weekend I think everyone knows what happened, so we don't really have to go that far back.
0: Yeah, if you if if you don't know what happened, then that's you should be more in tune,
1: more in tuned. You should yeah. listen to
0: some of our other shows. Too.
1: That's true. <laughs> we had a great Thanksgiving show.
0: We did. We had a great Thanksgiving show. We had a good show Tuesday with mm-hmm. these the first two games that we're going to talk about. They were uh, pretty much one. Just finished, and the other one was finishing up while we were live on air. So that was pretty awesome. That was a first for us. Um, it sounds like we might be doing that again for Boxing Day.
1: Yeah, it seems like it. With um, Christmas Eve falling on a Tuesday, which when we usually record for A2D, so we're going to hopefully try and get um, some time on that Thursday instead. Yep. Instead, if you know the scheduling works out, because Christmas Eve is just that's. That's too tough. One, traveling. Yeah. Two. More of the travel than the most. Yeah. We just got to spend time with the fam. Yeah, and Christmas Eve is like our time. That's my family's like bigger day. Christmas, we do absolutely nothing. We just sit around and watch Star Wars, which is pretty sweet, but still. But anyway, um, so yeah, a lot to talk about. A lot of stuff. Um, We'll kind of dive into, again, some hot topics Um, going around the world. Um, Q&A session, anything else. I haven't really thought of a hierarchy. I've kind of been um, busy trying to move into my new apartment, so I'm like my brain is scattered (laughs) like everywhere, and today I actually get uh, internet. Yay! Yay! So I don't have to sit in my living room twiddling my thumbs for like hours. So that's a plus. It's nice
0: to have internet. Thank you.
1: But yeah, um, yeah. Let's just jump into it. Yeah, we can go back to
0: to what happened on Tuesday. Let's I get think. into Tuesday. That's the best place to start here.
1: So, so- Tuesday, the uh, the first game, we saw Palace and Bournemouth. Palace get a nice one nothing win. Um, they get which funny part? Mamadou Saku gets sent off in the nineteenth minute. So they're down a man for. Seventy minutes for seventy minutes, and they win one nothing, and they still win. That kind of sucks for me, and that shows how bad Bournemouth <laughs> dude, has been right now. Dude, they are just in
0: in massive disarray as far as scoring goes. I mean, they're not conceding on a high level; it's usually one or two goals, um, but they cannot find the net.
1: No, it is not for the life.
0: And it doesn't matter who's in there, whether it's King Callum Wilson, I mean Harry, Harry Wilson. W- yeah, Harry Wilson. You know, the game before against Spurs, they were kind of worthless goals yeah um at the time but yeah it's it's looking real bad for bournemouth somehow they're still staying afloat in the table that's how crazy this league is this year and they're staying mid-level with this really bad streak but pretty much ever since i've taken over fandom of them they've haven't done anything
1: i was gonna say you jinxed them
0: uh i don't know i think
1: they were already jinxed. i was gonna say <laughs> yeah. you caught them right in the middle of their uh their shitty streak yeah but, yeah, so
0: it's um, There's not much to say in that game other than uh, I guess you give Palace credit for going a man down and at home and finding a way to pull a win out.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess that's the only positive to take away because Bournemouth is clearly on the down slope here. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know when the last time they actually won a game. You're letting up a goal to Jeff Schlupp. Jeffrey Schlupp. In the exciting. 78th minute. <laughs> like the, We haven't seen him while in a while. you're a man
0: up. Like, that's That's bad. That's, That's very really bad. bad. And I hate to say, but, I mean, we talk about all these coaching hot seats and who's been hot, and most of them are been extinguished because they've been fired. There's probably one left in Silva that we keep talking about. Um, and now, I don't know, man. I like how, but if you're just going to keep playing games and failing to score sooner or later, that chopping is going to happen. So, And I don't want – Eddie Howe to leave. No, I think he's a good manager, and I think he could be good for that team. But, Fuck yeah. Uh, I mean, part of it is definitely personnel. I think they need to bring in some some
1: fresh players. Well, we even talked about it with, you know, Ryan Fraser. He had, what, 18 assists last year, and this year I think he has maybe one or two. Yeah. Well, it's hard to get it's assists when nobody same.
0: can put the ball in the net either. So.
1: True. And that's probably – well, they go hand in hand because if he's not – giving the guys service up top and that's probably a reason why they're not scoring either yeah
0: i don't think he's completely healthy still
1: i don't even know because even when he's them.
0: come back from this injury the last couple of weeks like he's been off and on and they've been playing the other guy yeah um so i don't know well again i think they'll do enough they'll probably make a move or two come january to stay up but it's just not looking so good for them right now they're in a not,
1: bad streak not at all um Let's see. The other game on Tuesday, we saw Manchester City handle Burnley pretty well. Yeah. Um, Burnley was never in it. They got a late uh, Robbie Brady goal to even make it <laughs> yeah, one. It was a 89th minute. 89th minute. Um, we saw that one live. You saw, you know, Gabby Jesus get two, Rodri and then Mares adds a fourth. I mean, it's just City, honestly, has been kind of inconsistent this year. That and is... that's weird for me to say because of last year, the title race was so tight, and both Liverpool and City were awesome. And now we saw, you know, City drop points last weekend to Newcastle, if you guys didn't see. As um, our big game play, big guy play game, big play game, he said, I think Newcastle's going to get knocked to the league with Bolton. Yeah, I could see Newcastle going to the championship for sure. Ah.
0: Uh... I don't know. There's a few others that are making it a lot easier to stay up. True.
1: We'll see. We will see. But, yeah, I think uh, it's just another day for City. It is. With that attack, it's just they're going to score goals.
0: They're absolutely going to score goals. It's more for them the games where they're conceding. It's more, yeah. The And they don't – They. I feel like they've been – the teams they've lost to are all teams they've absolutely overlooked. They true. went in thinking, oh, we're City and we can roll because they're – I mean, you lost to Norwich. You lost to Wolves when Wolves were struggling. True, it wasn't even like the Wolves of lately. That was kind of maybe what sparked them to get on that run. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and there was just some bad draws, and they're they're not the city of last year. You're absolutely right, but they're still going to be a top four team. They're still oh, yeah. going to when they have games like this, like they're not going to do what Arsenal does and play a bad team and maybe draw it as often as they do, they're going to take advantage of teams like Burnley and they're going to get these 4-1 wins and continue to stay relevant.
1: Yeah, I mean, agreed. And, again, like our, our boy says, Big Play Games, he said uh, obviously he doesn't like Pep, but he is a good manager. I completely agree. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people – he probably rubs the people the wrong way because he's kind of an arrogant prick. Yeah. But he is a good coach wherever he goes. He's always been that way. It doesn't matter. He's, he's been that way as a player, he's been that way as an assistant. But but you look and you say you could say the same thing about Jose Mourinho because they're arrogant people. Yeah. And you could say the same thing about Diego Simeone at Atletico. They're just A lot of
0: these guys are fiery
1: coaches that we don't like to see the showboating, I guess. And yeah. you almost need that level of arrogance as a coach though to be successful, I feel. And all gotta the guys feel like your plan is better. Yeah. And all the guys I just mentioned are good coaches. So, yeah. You'd see. And it's, I don't know. Not, it's, I
0: mean, one of the greatest of all time, Sir Alex, had a little bit of that arrogance. And I think that's where Pep gets it from Yeah, being under him for a while, too. I mean, you have to. You got to walk around. You got to have that little bit of strut. Arson had it till the end. He kind of couldn't be so arrogant at the end when <laughs> Arsenal was just dreadful. It was not good, but yeah. When they were rolling along, just dominating, you know. Yeah, he had that same level. There's a lot of guys that have that. So
1: yeah, and it was when um, Arson when he probably couldn't even walk yeah. towards the end. He had a bad hip. Yeah, <laughs> I'd take his bad hip ass back right now. The way things <laughs> are, though, for real. So
0: very good. Yeah. So we move on to yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday was. Uh, pretty exciting awesome day for a wednesday and
1: i know a, a early a december <laughs> wednesday but we love it oh absolutely so we'll start at the top chelsea with a nice bounce back win 2-1 over villa yeah you nailed that one for a four-pointer i did um the kids scored again finally tammy and mason mount yeah that team back
0: on the scoreboard that team's just better when those two are performing obviously
1: oh yeah i mean for being so young, those are the guys. When Chelsea are successful, they're gonna or when they score, they're gonna win most yeah. likely. You and we Pulley we in the mix that. too. Yeah, Pulisic had a great game too. I think he played well. Yeah, he just didn't get his goal, but he
0: still played played a very good game. Played an integral part in that game.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It was. Um, I mean, it was a great start. I mean, William with a great cross to Tammy, the big guy gets his head on it and scores, and then he does a no celebration because obviously. If uh people don't know, Tammy played for Villa last year in the championship. Basically he's the reason they are even up. Yeah. I think he, he scored like twenty-eight goals for them last year, so yeah. the no celebration, and then you get Trezeguet goal right before half to tie it, and then a nice Mason Mount goal, which was a beauty. Yeah. It I was. don't know if you saw it, but I did. Whew, I did. It was it was an absolute And you know, like I always say, the kids they're all right, man. They are. When they when it's clicking, they're good. Obviously I was they're rooting very good.
0: rooting for a second villa goal based off of my pick, but unfortunately for me didn't come, but mm-hmm. nice win for Chelsea. They needed that after a really bad loss to West Ham um, over the weekend. And they are back. S- yeah sitting in we're that back, baby. Sitting comfortably in that fourth spot. That gap still continues to be pretty large between
1: i and everybody else so the disparity between the top four and the others <laughs> yeah I have no clue why Chelsea didn't keep Conte speaking of um, Antonio Conte arrogant uh, managers but no are his you his kidding si- me
0: his system didn't really like I'm glad like that's a what do you mean Frank's what? no that question like I I love big play games but dude Antonio Conte was a average manager at best, I yeah. mean, he barely got them into the top four again last year with a lot more talent than the rest of the league. And I don't know. I I, I did not think he was a good manager. And, and what Frank's doing, I mean, clearly
1: they made the right decision. I would say that if you're at Chelsea, your leash is about this long. Yeah. Very short. Yeah. I mean, we saw it last year, you know, Cannon, sorry after <laughs> – one season doesn't yeah. make sense,
0: yeah. Well, you you lose, um, I don't know, you can lose control of the team. I think that's what happened with Conte, yeah, and then sorry, too. I, it just didn't look like I think what got sorry fired was like that whole Kepa incident and things like that, like these last couple of years. It just hasn't looked like the cohesion wasn't there. Yeah, they were. They spent enough money, they had good enough players that they were staying up and staying relevant. Yeah. But this is the first team in a few years that looks like a good team out
1: of Chelsea, to, in my opinion. True. So. I mean, I think they made the right decision. I think they needed that. I don't know. I think they needed a nice English coach that kind of knew the game and the style of play that the Premier League is. I think more of these teams need that. Yeah.
0: I think some of these coaches coming from
1: these other walks of you try life. try to, like, implement that style from your previous job, and it's just not the same. Yeah.
0: I mean, until his day of being fired, Unai could barely talk to half of his players. So how do you expect them to, like, the communication needs to be
1: there? True. I mean. I don't know. It's uh, bizarre, man. I don't know. I...
0: Yeah. I think they made the right decision.
1: Yeah. I mean, we can say that now. It's easy to say, but. Yeah. <laughs> AC Milan, yeah. AC Milan stinks. Yeah,
0: until they're about to sign Zlatan. True. If they can fix this money problem. True that. They'll be back. We will. Zlatan we'll, makes
1: everybody relevant. We'll touch on that in our hot topics for <laughs> <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> no doubt. Um. So Leicester with a nice two nothing win yeah. over. The Hornets of uh, Watford kind of called exactly
0: Leicester doing what they needed to do. It looked like it was going to be a little closer than it should have been.
1: Jamie fucking Vardy, man. Yeah, just putting away his PKs, just keeping that. I saw something. It was like, is anybody going to catch Jamie in the gold golden boot? He's he has fourteen. Yeah, he scored I, in his last seven games. I don't
0: know if anybody will. He's on fire, and he's and he converts his penalties. So you know, he's if he's on the pitch, he is the team. He's an madman taker. Um. Our boy Madison gets a ninety-fifth minute goal, um, and it makes me look a little better because I said that's exactly what they needed. They needed yeah. at least a two-nothing victory, um, and now they are tied in goal differential, and they have that three-point swing over City.
1: We talk about it every week that this team is probably the most complete team in the league. Yeah, if Liverpool just wasn't so good, oh yeah, they would be. I mean, besides Liverpool,
0: yeah, they're right behind them though. I mean, they're, they're only eight points back. And there was a team this time last year that was eight points back at Liverpool when they started to fall off in the yeah. city. So, I mean, I, I don't see Leicester having too many hiccups along the way. Even playing the big six, they've obviously shown they can compete with them.
1: They have been, again, not to say that it's tough when you have an eight-point lead, though, because you're Liverpool and you're sitting there and you're like, we clearly have the best team in the league. Oh, yeah. And the best depth. They do. And with an eight-point lead, that's almost like, not doubled, but when you don't lose in like 32 games, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of hard to lose an eight-point lead at this point. It is. Unless a monumental, like, collapse. I mean, there's, what, 23 games left to play. So. I mean, there's still a lot of season. Yeah. But 32 in a row for Liverpool now is just ridiculous. It is. I don't care what league you're in. Yeah. But, yeah, I and, I mean, what can you say? Watford is just really bad. Yeah, Watford. Dude. And they will be joining the championship next year. Oh, no doubt in my mind. I know we just said there's a lot of season
0: left, but in their case, um, that's a bad thing because it's just going to get worse and worse, I think. Yeah. It's, they're, uh, they're waiting on Marco Silva to get fired, as we talk about all the time, and he'll probably be going back to Watford once he gets blown out of Everton after this weekend.
1: It's a tough. That's tough for Marco. It is going from Everton, you're bad to a Watford team that's even worse, in probably a worse situation. And then he's going to go down with worse th- players. And he's
0: going to take him over. He's going to go to the championship. He's going to get him back up to the Prem. <laughs> he's going to get another job somewhere where he's going to suck, and they're good. they'll go back down again. Yeah, if they
1: give <laughs> him uh, some money to work with. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know either, man. Yeah. Oh, next. Uh, United. Manchester United. How about those guys okay. on a
0: fucking roll? Got my four points back. I never thought I'd be so happy for a United victory. Oh, you hit that perfect. I did. And I was happy to see so because one got my four points and Spurs losing is just always a good day. So it just brightened my day. I said
1: you never go, you never pick Spurs anyway. So. No. Um, they yeah. It look, looked uh, like the
0: Spurs before Mourinho got there.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, the first half, Delhi. I don't even know what the hell Mourinho has been saying to him, (laughs) but this kid is on some, that goal. Oh, yeah, that thing was insane.
0: It was, and got the game drawn up, and you're like, oh, man, this is going to be a battle, and then it kind of got flat in the second half.
1: Yeah, it was a little flat of a second half, and it starts out with that penalty, stupid, stupid from Sissoko. I don't even know why he needs, I don't know, was it him, right? It was him? Yeah, yep. I just don't know why he didn't felt the need to do that. I felt like Rashford for, was heading towards the end line, and it's all of a sudden like, well, oh,
0: don't touch him. Yeah. You guys got to know nowadays, and especially
1: with VAR. Yeah. Because
0: they're going to catch you.
1: Yeah, now there's like you know, cameras everywhere, and we're going to VAR more than ever as the season goes on, and it's just like. But yes, but he, but United they don't convert penalties, but Rashford actually made one.
0: Rashford's been he's been
1: very good. Other than yeah,
0: other than the early season woe and the whole racism kind of starting off this year, right? Um, yeah, he's been. I mean, he's been a great addition for them.
1: Besides, you know, Vardy and some of these other guys that are red hot. Marcus Rashford's been scoring I think in the last at least uh I was gonna four say, or five games here. He's, he's been on quietly. I think he has 9 goals of, now. He's on a little bit. I want to say.
0: And he's scoring in other competitions too. That's Right. That's the thing. So he is just yeah, he is lights out. Um where's he at? Yeah, he's at 9 in the Prem. Right, yeah. So he's up there with Sadio Mane,
1: Aguero, Yang's at 10. Well, that was a problem when United was was on their shitty form. Nobody was scoring. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they were struggling. They don't have anybody. Lingard stinks. Yeah, I know. Daniel James is probably their best striker, and he's like a young kid. Mason Greenwood's probably just as good.
0: Yeah, Martial
1: hasn't Marcial's... quite bounced back
0: from the injury yet. I mean, he's playing, but he's not playing at his He'll full get there. level yet. Yeah. So I mean – Losing Pogba when you were banking on you know one of what it's one of the best midfielders in the world, honestly.
1: I would th- said this before. I think it helped that he's not even like an issue anymore.
0: Right now that you can the just... writing's
1: on the wall. He's gone. Basically, what? he has said he doesn't want to play. So now the focus is just playing the game and not worrying about what. Yeah, who cares? This fucking idiot wants to do. January is a month
0: away. Just that headache's gone. They don't have to worry about it. They can focus on like you said.
1: And I like McTominy too. He's a good young player.
0: Yeah. There's a few guys on that team I like.
1: It's a it's a team very similar to Chelsea where they have to insert some of these young kids because they don't have anybody else. Yeah. They're oh, they're geez. the team that's going to spend the money though. Mbappe to United? I don't know, man. I don't think I that's happening. Yeah, I I think maybe in 6 years. See, you know what? I want to give Mbappe some credit because he's insane but i could definitely see him going to spain not saying it's easier to score in spain but yeah
0: dude you're gonna see kind of you're gonna see pugba and mbappe possibly both on madrid oh yeah
1: that french connection because bale will be gone next season at some point oh yeah
0: bale's gone Modric's pretty much out there's a lot there's gonna be a lot of overturn It's
1: it's another team
0: that team's getting old changing of the guards yeah it is time for them to get back on track, and, I mean, they're a world power. I mean, you see Marcelo. He's getting old as shit. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. it's a perfect – I mean, other than Vincius junior, um, they they are. They're a pretty old team. So, you'll see that turnover quick. Yeah. They'll roll that.
1: Yes, indeed. Um, what else we got? We <laughs> have – The hottest team in the Prem. How about Southampton,
0: <laughs> man? The Saints. How about the Saints, man? Are marching in. Yes, yes. I yes. love it. It's so awesome. I should have chose them out of my two. My uh, between my... Bournemouth
1: and the Saints, I should have went Saints. I know you picked the wrong one. I think
0: I did, but that's okay, man. Keep on marching, Saints. Danny Ings, you, my, our... eight goals. Eight goals
1: for Danny Ings. What the hell? <laughs> like, dude, he just... I texted you yesterday. I'm like, are you serious with this guy right now? Dude, he just
0: keeps on rolling. Ryan Bertrand gets a goal. Yeah, Bertie. And then, you know, Pookie gets a, a late one. It looked like maybe this game would get drawn up like we kind of thought. Yeah. Two teams like this would draw, but Southampton finds a way to hold off and gets another three points. Seven points
1: in their last three. Oh, you saw Ralphie Haas Hoodle. He was like,
0: Yeah. Dude, like, for them, that's fire.
1: Oh, that's huge. They
0: are absolutely on fire. They are out of relegation after this week right now. I mean. Going into the weekend, and Everton doesn't have an easy game again. So, this is, Southampton is winning and drawing at the right time. We talk about sometimes it has to be at the right time, and they are doing it at the perfect time because the guys below them are not. Right. And they're finding ways to pick
1: up a little ground each game. So you get a win, maybe a draw here and there. I mean, you're going to stay up at this point. Yeah. And with with what Everton's got to
0: face this coming week, or weekend, I should say, and you get another kind of cupcake, which we'll talk about in the second part of the show. For sure. Southampton could be
1: rolling. Rolling, rolling. Crystal Palace is a surprise team for me. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about this because I don't know if you know um, Big Play's games, but We have a following um, from the Crystal Palace uh, D.C. supporters.
0: Yes. Big Play did follow us on Twitter, too. So anybody else else watching, please follow us on Twitter or all forms
1: of social media. True. Kicking it states then. Yeah, we... uh there's a soft, there's a maybe like one percent soft side for uh, Crystal Palace this year. They were
0: definitely our biggest Twitter follow from the beginning. Right, so so we'll always have a. They're little They're the love OGs, for them. so yep. we do
1: have some love for the Palace fans. But yeah, I mean, now that Zaha I think is getting on the board and maybe he's you know got his his stick out of his ass or something that he was complaining about wanting to leave in the beginning of the season. Um, they're stringing some games together. They are.
0: But they have Patrick Van Arnholt, who I still think is one of the best defenders in.
1: Yeah, Patty's the main wing,
0: wing defenders in the world, honestly.
1: But yeah, I mean, it's like Palace—they started out good, surprisingly. Yeah. Then they tapered off, and now I mean,
0: they're still sitting uh, sitting pretty in the table, though. They're but, finding but ways. But that's
1: how this league is going, sitting though. Big plays games—it's yeah. just insane.
0: Everybody's within a a five point. It's like everybody's
1: other. beating everyone. Yeah. And you just never know, you know how some results are going to go.
0: You have to win against the bad teams. And that's, yes. that's the difference between your top four and your guys like Arsenal and the Spurs right now and the ones that strive to be in that top four that aren't. And that's why, because they're not winning the games against the teams that they should.
1: Absolutely hit the nail on the head, my friend. Boom. But yeah, so uh going down the list, we got Wolves, the uh beating teams that you should beat at home. Exactly. 2 nothing over West Ham, we see uh my boy, Lander Dendonka. Yeah. The young Belgian lad. Dude, scoring Patrick Cotroni. If they're
0: going to start another. if they're going to start getting some scoring from him now,
1: from anybody besides Raul Jimenez, they can be a scary club. Yeah. They very well And it's so like I feel bad and feel stupid because I shit-talked, you know, Wolves when they were going through their, you know, a little bit of a skid. Yeah. But I love this. I love Espiritu Santo.
0: He's a great coach. He was talked for Arsenal, but again, he's one of those other ones, like, why would you leave? This guy. I would never leave the Wolves right now for Arsenal.
1: I don't know, again, what he's been saying to this team or what, but it's like, dude, I have never, ever seeing a team that goes from last year, remember they were on like 14 unbeaten at home yeah to getting whooped up on by Chelsea to now they're what, back to nine unbeaten?
0: Yeah, they're on another roll again. It's like, man. what? A month or month and a half into the season we were talking about maybe that that glory and that run is they over. They were a
1: second from the bottom.
0: Yeah, they were. And then all of a sudden, he got the boys fired up. He figured out a a new formation. This kid, Traore, he's just... Lighten it up now. Yeah, uh, Jimenez obviously. Jota's playing
1: well. Darty's playing well. Matty Darty, very under. Matinho. Um, uh, I mean, just
0: all around, they're getting they're getting help from everywhere. Yeah, I I don't know, man. They're I think they're legit. The biggest thing with them is uh, like, are they going to hold it together? Are they going to lose anybody? Are they going to end up selling off? Yeah,
1: <sighs> you know, I I think they. I don't know. They're not really a team that's going to like I think go out and make a splash. No. But and we said it in a
0: preseason show too though. Like good they're even getting good goaltending. Like Rui Patrício is a very underrated goalie. He has been the goalie of that Portugal national team now for a few years. He for won a the Euros. While. He won the Euros in 16. Like he just has that pedigree that a lot of people forget about and that's why they draw and they win a lot of close games because they do get good goalkeeping and they they've been
1: coached well he's brought in a lot of his guys and we saw last year with the success of Wolves and it's kind of translating again to this year I think at the beginning of the season they themselves thought that they could just come into the league again and just kind of not walk through it but you know teams are going to maybe lie down for him and that wasn't the case yeah, and had Teams to make some adjustments. was the opposite. They came out ready to go because they knew the success Wolves had last season, but I think now that they made the adjustments, they're looking good. Yeah, man. And, you know, sky's the limit really for them if they can continue to – because they don't concede much. They don't. Outside that Chelsea, you know, four goals, they might give up to usually one. So, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I um, like the league too, I, I think, and I agree – with you um big plays but and the Bundesliga league is a joke this year's a little different because Bayern's really down and we see leipzig actually doing really well and dortmund sucks this year too so that league's different but the spanish league has always been like that it's always been Real and barcelona the, Man, for a while so atletico tough, had a nice season a few years ago i think
0: atletico's up on the come again too though they got some good players on. yeah
1: again like i Diego Simeone is a great manager so I don't see them really going anywhere but yeah um what else we got oh yeah the Merseyside Derby yesterday yeah Liverpool thrashed Everton which again we kind of called that one and it was yeah, pretty we were easy light to on see. It.
0: I went 3-1 you went 4-1 and we ended up getting
1: 5-2 as a final and they even changed around the sh- uh, around the side we saw uh your boy Shaq yeah, dude, they played. Shakiri got a goal. They played Come with Shakiri.
0: Origi got two. Dude, every time Origi plays, he scores. Wouldn't a team around the league just love him? He's a good player. And he just gets to hang out on Liverpool, playing big games. And every time he gets to play, he produces. Yeah. And then the rest of the time, he just gets to hang out on the bench and collect a paycheck. I mean, that's a pretty good life right now for him. <laughs> he is a good
1: young player. Another guy that kind of hasn't quite reached that potential. He was one of those wonder kids that. Everybody put all this pressure on earlier, yeah, and he didn't really perform up to that. But now, you know, he gets in games. He's given opportunities because the fact that Liverpool's so deep that he doesn't always get to play, yeah. But when he gets his chance, he he takes it. So yeah,
0: he won them the Champions League last year. He did almost single handedly through those last two games. Yes, indeed. With and Salah's injury and all that, so he's he's a hell of a player. Look for Belgium in the
1: Euros too. He'll get. Some playing oh time, God, him yeah. and Lukaku up front. And, you know, Mane just continues to score. He's yeah. another guy nobody, like, talks about that much. But the kid just, yeah. he performs.
0: I keep saying, I think he's actually the best one as far as an overall player over Firmino and Salah. Like, yeah, he does it's, it's everything. It's
1: tough to get a mention in that team. Oh, yeah. But it's like, I feel like every time you see Liverpool's box score, he's in it yeah. for scoring <laughs> Yeah, and Georgie gets a late one. And you get a nice Wijnaldum goal. That was sick, actually. It was almost a game for a little bit when uh, Michael Keane scored. It made it 2-1. Yeah. And then they
0: just rattled them.
1: Yeah, Uh, Everton again, just I don't know what they have to do. Fire Marco Silva. Well, we know that player-wise where they go. (laughs) Because Brian and I, if you guys are obviously, if you haven't been with us from the start – we did a preview show that we didn't really put out on uh, social medias, but we just kind of got in the studio and just like bullshitted for like two and a half <laughs> hours. And we said that we thought Everton, with the roster that they had coming into the season, would be at least a top six side. Yeah. And it has been a monumental disappointment. disaster, disappointment, whatever you know adjective you want to throw out there. It's just been bad.
0: Yeah, it really has. And Marco
1: Silva still has a job. Apparently, David Moyes is up for the job now. Yeah, I don't
0: think so. I I don't know how Silva's going to survive the weekend as long as something crazy doesn't happen and somehow they beat Chelsea, but I don't see that happening at all. Yeah. And I think this is it. And I think this is that window that we keep talking about that it's time for him to go. Maybe Watford, that's why they did what they did and they're going to hold out and try and get him back. And Yeah, it seems to make sense that that's what's going to happen. Somebody needs to get in there and make some changes. Yeah. I'm looking at this roster right now again, and, like, I just see talent across the board. I see good players across the board. You bring in Moses Keene, you never play him. You bring him in every game when it's too late for him to I'll make an impact. i say he
1: should have scored yesterday, honestly.
0: Yeah, like, you can't – some guys just can't make that impact in that 15 to 20 minutes. Like, you got to get a, the feel of the game and get the whole game going.
1: And I thought, you know, there would be – well, Moses Keane's not in form. I think it's a confidence thing cuz he had a if that's any if that's last year for him he puts that goal away. Yeah, but he just drug it wide. Well, when you're never playing,
0: True. It, it's hard to get into that comfort level. When you're losing time to Calvert Lewin who's doing absolutely nothing. Like, <laughs> he
1: likes he likes Calvert
0: Lewin a lot. He loves Calvert Lewin like I don't know, man. I don't know. There's there's too many good players on this roster that I keep looking at for them to be this bad and it's we looked at their schedule coming up they have the hardest schedule in the next 3 to 4 games still. Yeah, it's very tough. They're not going anywhere fast and now they're in that bottom 3 so Mario Goetze should go to Liverpool. <laughs> There's been talks about that actually. There was talks about that last transfer. Let me tell you a little story about Goetze. <laughs> super Mario as my I dubbed him once being a German soccer fan that I am. He once was super.
1: Being a Dortmund fan <laughs> I watch Mario Goza on a weekly basis. He is not Premier League quality. Not anymore. Yeah. That ship has sailed. Unfortunately, he had the opportunity to probably go. Instead of going to Bayern when he was from Dortmund to Bayern, he should have, if that was the, the case, that was his chance to go. And I say the same thing about Marco Royce. If he hasn't gone already, he's not going to.
0: And he The sh- ship has yeah. sailed. And He's, he
1: should have. And injuries affected both those guys. It did. And derailed them from possibly being even better. And I, I hate
0: to say it, not for nothing, but some of these guys, I think, see like what happens to a guy like
1: Ozil. Yeah.
0: And Ozil being, at, at one point for Germany, better than both of them. Some of these guys like that comfort level of just staying in Germany.
1: Yeah, I mean, especially if you're German, it, it's a very different game than the Prem. It is. It's 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 slow. I think it's slower it's and it's slower. more physical and not that the prem is a physical league but the Bundesliga it's you don't have guys that are technically as skilled as the prem would be you don't get the that flair not as a whole. so you kind of have no, to do yeah. a little bit of more like a bully ball type yeah that's why so successful yeah because
0: he's just so big and beastly yeah just you got to be head. able to
1: have a good hold up game in the uh, in the Bundesliga and. You know, that fits some guys more than others. Yeah. And the Prem might not be, especially for Marco, who if he takes a bad knock, he's out for two months. And in a physical Premier League, when you're getting clipped at the ankles nonstop, yeah. uh, that just wouldn't be good. he definitely have to have strong ankles in the Prem. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look at Edin Hazard. He was the most fouled player for a while. Like, after the game, they'd show his, his ankles and it would be bloodied up. It's oh, just, yeah. If that's what you're, it's 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 a little different. I Talk think about people going missing. Yeah, he's uh he's on the milk carton for sure. Yeah, but yeah. So uh, there's two games today actually, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, I
0: we weren't sure what time we were going to be on, so yeah, we're going to be previewing them and not talking about them live. Um, we did pick the first game.
1: Yes, we did. Our lovely blades, <laughs> yeah, back against Newcastle today at two thirty. Two thirty. We did pick this one. I forget what the uh, what we said. I think I remember, but I don't. You have them
0: booked, so I don't want to speak out of be wrong. But I'm pretty um, sure I remember what our what our I said one
1: nothing Sheffield. Yes, and you said two nothing
0: Sheffield. You added one. Yeah, we're both rolling on the fact that Sheffield is home. Yes, they played so damn good at home, like unreal at home. And you can't even go against them, like we said. Yeah, I mean, this, again, I I think I said it. I don't know if I said it pre-show. I think I said it on the show, too. You win this game today, if you're Sheffield, and you're in sixth place. Right. And you're one point right behind the Wolves. Um, this is a monstrous game. You, you jump United. You jump Tottenham again. Um, I think they understand that. And I think they are the better team as a whole, at least so far from what I've seen this year. Although Newcastle's been playing better, wouldn't surprise me if there was maybe a draw or something in this one. But I yeah,
1: I mean, and Sheffield has been pretty solid. I, they don't they don't blow you away. No, they're not fancy. They don't score too much. No, but you're not putting up more than
0: two. But they, yeah, their
1: defense is pretty decent actually. So that's keeping them in. Yeah, I was hoping the
0: lineup will come out around one while we're uh, getting ready to go into the other part of the show. True that. So we can see what we're working with here.
1: But then the uh, our last game, 3:15 game today is the Arsenal boys versus Brighton. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Are they really worthy of that horn at all? <laughs> yes. Unless it's a train like hitting them, choo choo. Yeah. Um. Man, if there's ever a time to like get back on track again, a win today. This is the day. Gets you up into that like sixth, seventh spot. Another loss and like a Sheffield win, you're in trouble. Another loss and a Newcastle win, you're actually behind Newcastle. Like, yeah, that's bad. Like, you got to win. You're home again. You can't tie this game. Brighton's been a brighter spot, I guess, than we expected. Yeah. From what we you know, we talked about that preseason show that never made it on air, we kinda picked them as one of the definite teams to get relegated off the jump this year. They have shown us that they're maybe not that bad. Um, but this is a game if you're Arsenal.
1: Yeah, Freddie Lumberg's not gonna do himself any favors if he uh he loses or draws this one.
0: Freddie will no longer have the <laughs> word coach, whether it's interim or acting manager next to his they're name. Blow him you, out. If you I mean, you'll. He'll, I'm sure he'll stay with the organization. He'll just go back to being an assistant for whoever they hire tomorrow morning. If they can't find a way to, they're just going to have
1: per coach the team, dude.
0: <laughs> well, we we talked about Rafa's poking his head out. I think to that'd get be paid. a good
1: hire. I'm. I'm just saying. I'm saying he wants
0: to get paid. That's all he ever wants. And don't we all? Would it hurt? Absolutely not. I think he can get, you know, a little bit out of the talent that's there,
1: but. I think he's the best you're going to probably get.
0: But I don't want another guy that's going to come in for a year or two, try and fix something, fix it a little bit like he did with Newcastle, Yeah, and then either want more money than they're willing to pay or decides he wants to go somewhere else, and now you're right back in the same spot again.
1: Well, yeah, but Arsenal isn't the Arsenal of old, where it's not a job that's like, oh, the Arsenal job. Now it's like, well, no direction of a team. I'm not going to say dysfunctional, but this is what, Obama Yang, this is what Obama Yang does. He's happy for a little bit, and then he gets bored or whatever the case may be, and he wants to leave. Yeah, He did that before at Dorman. He's done it at St. Etienne, and now he's going to do it again. He
0: it just, just wants to win. It is what it is. Some guys just want to
1: win. <laughs> the Van Persie days. Yeah, how about it? <laughs>
0: I mean, I, I get it. Those are good years. I guarantee if Arsenal was a top-four club right now, you would not hear a single word out of Obama Yang, whether he was scoring or not. He yeah. could have half the goals, but if they were a top-four team, you wouldn't hear him. But yeah. it's the fact
1: that... I think he's made out to be a saint, and I don't just... Even the rumblings of him and Vatska at Dortmund this year, you know... I mean, he's not perfect. He's that had, little exchange they had, and it was just a shady way He's had issues at the Dortmund. Gabon
0: national team that's coached by his own dad. Just,
1: I, so, <laughs> I mean... It's a diva striker I, situation. I get it. It but is, and... A, he's made out, and he... Depicts himself to be this, like, I I do nothing wrong. And he's starting to, like, I loved him at Dortmund, but he's starting to get on my bad side.
0: Well, if Arsenal's smart, they'll go get that $100 million that he's going to to Right command.
1: now, he's at his peak where yeah. he needs to be sold or it's, his value is going to go right skyrocket or get. sky, fall down. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah,
0: crash, crumble. Crash, crumble. Yeah, no, but they should, yeah. they should absolutely sell him. Sell, sell, sell. You have Lacazette there who's older. And then, you know, it seems like Eddie's coming back one way or another. So, you got a lot of good young players. For sure. Do the
1: Chelsea model. Hills, yeah. Please. So, that's... Oh, that's the halftime whistle. That is the halftime whistle. So, um, we'll take it to half real quick. Um, We're still going to be on Twitch, guys. Just hold tight. Yeah. It'll take, like, five minutes.
0: Yeah, please don't leave us. We take. Or if you have any
1: good questions, this is a good time to... uh...
0: Yeah, other viewers, we're only getting one... Person typing in, please feel free to type in and ask us questions. We will answer as we go.
1: Yes, sir. But yeah, um we'll be right back for our Spotify. We'll be back, and here is a funky ass tune for y'all to get down to. <laughs> everybody we're back second half kicking it stateside episode number 19 um i guess we're gonna go into our hot topics before we can touch on some of the uh games coming up this weekend in the prem uh like i said in the first half there's a lot of games going on and it's it might be a little overwhelming yeah
0: there's a lot there's a lot of shit
1: going on but um we'll try to do our best to uh you know slow it down pass the ball around a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Um, I guess some of the world topics, um, we saw, you know, David Moyes. We kind of touched on that a little bit. David Moyes possibly going to return to Everton, which would be kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, What else did we see? Um, Trying to find... Oh, this this young kid on Red Bull Salzburg. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to him. This... um, is it Aaron Hangling? Howland? Aaron Hangling. Ha, Howland? Hang, How, <laughs> yeah, that kid. Angling. That kid, Um, obviously, he's the best and the most young, hot topic uh, youngster in the world right now, and Man. apparently he might uh, snub Barcelona and Real Madrid to join my Dortmund team. Yeah, that kid just scores in clips. And he seems like he's a pretty good sport talking about what he sleeps with is uh, his, his hat-trick, hat-trick balls. <laughs> and it's his girlfriends. That's amazing. It's absolutely awesome. Um, I guess Latin might go to AC Milan too, is some of the rumblings I'm hearing. Yeah, it would be interesting. Apparently he wants a lot of money, and Milan aren't willing to pay him that much money. So we'll They'll see. They'll find a happy median.
0: Yeah. He's I mean, made so much in his career. He can take a little bit of a pay cut.
1: Oh, for sure. Just to play. like We'll see. But I think it'll get done. True that. Um, we kind of touched on this on uh, Tuesday's show. We see uh, Chicharito might be coming to the MLS. That would be awesome. Um, we kind of were speculating on where he was going to go. Um, probably L.A. Miami is a good um, probably target for him. I would say anywhere and with. Anywhere with a decent Hispanic, probably, uh, fan base population is um, where he would set his sights on. Yeah, and for some reason, they keep blinking the fire, too, which I still don't get. But That'd I guess be super an,
0: random. I guess there's an opening there, and that's why. But, yeah, I, I could see more of replacing Zlatan in L.A. Um, at the Galaxy or definitely going to, like, enter Miami
1: um, would make sense. Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess what else I saw that striker for Inter Milan who's killing it this year. That Lataro uh, Martinez, he's linked to Manchester United. So even more striking options for City possibly here coming up. Like they need any more? Um, let's see. We touched on Messi. Uh, let's see.
0: Liga MX side Veracruz is. Uh, <laughs> Got disqualified and kicked out of the first division. Oh yeah, they basically had an assembly vote and they uh, decided to kick them out because the club's in such financial disarray and they're just not competitive. So like, what I keep saying, (laughs) they need to do with Watford (laughs) mid-season in the Prem. Basically, they just did to Vera Cruz in Liga MX.
1: Yeah, they should have a vote to see if uh, told them to get the hell out. Watford. It's like, let's vote. Okay, you're gone. Every, See ya.
0: Everybody gets three points when you have them on your schedule
1: the rest of the year. Yeah, pretty much. So that that's some interesting news. But yes, so Messi did win Balloon Dior.
0: Yeah, quietly. It was weird. It was like, it's a like 6-1 it, now?
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's usually either him or Ronaldo. Uh, it depends. I, I think Ronaldo going to Juve, not hurt him, but definitely... I think altered it, the decision making by the voters like i was telling our new fan um natalie
0: the other day is it's nothing against ronaldo but i feel like if you just compare like work rate between see i'm on the other side MC, like this as is a, where
1: we this is
0: where I we i don't know as a youngster yes i agree like ronaldo, ronaldo outworked everybody ronaldo built his brand better than anybody i've ever seen in the last 15 years of this game easily but I think now he's at a point where, unless he's playing for Portugal, he's like, eh, I could kind of play half speed and still dominate. Messi works hard always.
1: That's just my opinion. Yeah. I disagree, but I think Ronaldo has had a better career overall. He has won actual um, trophies for his country. Yeah. Messi has not done shit on the international stage.
0: Messi does come up very small he
1: on He comes the up small stage. for...
0: Except I feel like Ronaldo definitely has more to play with too, though.
1: Messi has been better for Barcelona. I gar- no doubt about it. Absolutely, I agree. Ronaldo, I'm just saying Ronaldo overall is, I think, just has that little bit of edge because international, he's just done so well. And Ronaldo's done it for Manchester United. He's done it for Madrid. You know, he's still doing it for Juventus. He is. And Messi has been very playing it safe and sticking with one team that he's comfortable with, and that's fine. And he's he's the man. He, they're easily 1-2, and they probably forever will be. Um, but I just think Ronaldo has a, just a, a more polished resume than Messi. That's all I'm going to say. And it is all opinion, I agree. Because it could be 1-2, it could be... You could say either way. Messi's the GOAT. Um, sorry, I was reading something. No, it's all good. I was uh we talk
0: about our racism stuff here. So, man, so apparently the number 1 team right now in Italy, which is not Juventus, is mm-hmm. Inter by mm-hmm. by what a point, I believe. A newspaper had Inter at a picture of Lukaku and Smalling, or Lukaku and Smalling are condemning it. it. Says Inter Milan and Roma have condemned Thursday's front page of Italian newspaper. Apparently, the headline was Black Friday. Oh Jesus! And had pictures of Lukaku and Smalling on. I
1: there. did read that. I didn't want to click it. I thought it was clickbait shit. No, it's a legit story. Oh boy. Um, well, the Italians, you know, they've been in the news
0: this year already. Yeah. Lukaku released a statement saying it's one of the dumbest headlines I've ever seen in my career. (laughs) Well, (laughs) And he's dealt with a lot of bullshit, so that's bad. Uh, That's a nice... That is pretty dumb. To say it's a black eye on that newspaper. Pretty dumb. I'm sure it won't matter in uh, Italy, but
1: around the world that's... uh, It's a big deal. It is. (laughs) And they just don't seem to find anything wrong. So now they're saying, and somebody else
0: has the opinion that Zlatan will... Find a top-tier team and not AC Milan. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do because ultimately, I mean, he's, I feel like he's coming off your bench. Yeah. Like, he doesn't have the legs to play 90, and you'd rather have him late in the game if you're down a goal. Or He's limited at this point he's in his limited. But he can still score, man. Oh, for sure. The guy can score without a doubt. That is true, my friend. Anything else on the uh... – on the world stage? um, Not really. I mean, let's see. Yeah, I mean, we'll have the MLS draft coming up soon.
1: MLS draft is coming up. That's pretty exciting for us here.
0: MLS is coming up. <laughs> Gareth Bale gets golf clubs in Real Madrid Secret Santa. Of course he did. This is becoming a funny
1: uh, ongoing joke.
0: Yeah. I'd like to see where he – I think he's still got some game left in him. I'd like to see where he ends up. I would love to see him make his way over. I'm sure there's
1: beautiful courses in China. There's some beautiful courses in Miami. He's not going to (laughs) – if he (laughs) goes I'm not watching if he goes.
0: Dude, I'm telling you, do not be surprised if Miami finds a way to spend some money they Go use back. the yeah. clout of Beckham's name and his relationship with a lot of these players, I'm sure he still has from being around the game. And he brings over a big name, and that team is not competitive from year day one, year one. Kind of like I mean LAFC kinda of did that. LAFC's been pretty competitive since they've come in. NYFC's been pretty competitive. Mm-hmm. When you're in a big market like that backed by big names with big money, they're gonna get players.
1: Oh, of course. you Kidding me?
0: Yeah, so I think they they have a leg up on Nashville coming into this.
1: Spurs, yeah, he should go back. It'd be the old. Um, they they did say the Gareth Bale of old. They did say that could be That'd a be possibility. Awesome. You know what? Why the hell not? Right? I if mean, Jose wants to deal with his ass, I don't know. I I guess Jose's one guy that could handle it. Yeah, true.
0: I don't think he's really too concerned with.
1: True. I'm sure Mister
0: Levy would be willing to. Spend that money. No, he's too much of a bitch.
1: <laughs> he is. Fuck Spurs. We've <laughs> been waiting all day to say that. I know. But, yeah, I guess we can uh,
0: we'll dive right into this coming
1: weekend. Yeah, this weekend coming up. We've got Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I like a nice Monday game. I love a nice Maybe Friday not, or Monday. I take either. Yeah. Or. Could it kind of like uh, Kane would love to? Yeah, I guess Harry
0: would like it. Him and Bale. Harry, dude, Harry Kane is not going to be a Spur after this year. You think? I'm telling you right now. Oh. They're going to take full advantage. They're going to get that money, especially if Mourinho. That's has a it, pretty hot take. Dude, Kane, he is not a Mourinho-type player. He doesn't play the style Mourinho wants to play. You're going to notice, if you haven't already, where's that scoring coming from? What he scored maybe once since Mourinho's been there. I know it's only been a few games. Mourinho gets scoring out of his midfielders. He doesn't value the striker the same way that they need Kane for all this time. He can do with Lesser. They're going to get money for Erickson. They're going to get money for Kane. They'll probably let Kane either go to United Mm -hmm. or who knows, maybe Lester comes calling back for him now. I don't think you'd replace Jamie Vardy with – Nah. I think you're kind of dumb to mess with that chemistry if you're Lester. You just keep what you have, but – I think I think uh, they're going to use this opportunity to put some money in their pockets and rebuild. And uh, I don't think, yeah, I don't think he'll be there, honestly, within the next year.
1: Well, there you go. That's my take. There's his the take. Yeah.
0: So let's get to the breakfast game.
1: Let's freaking do it, my friend Bl- is here for you. Blue versus blue. Blue and blue. Sorry. This could be
0: the last game, coach. By one Mr. Yeah. Marco Silva.
1: Marco Silva. So yeah, seven thirty breakfast game. <laughs> Everton versus Chelsea. Yeah, man. Um Chelsea you gotta win. Yeah.
0: You gotta take advantage now.
1: Uh yeah, I mean they come off a nice win against uh Villa, bouncing back and then playing at Merseyside. It's like eh, to an Everton team you should beat. Yeah. Yeah. Money the <laughs> Betting-wise, yes. Chelsea, I would definitely take them over a sh- struggling, not even struggling, just I don't even know the word to put on Everton at this point. They're just bad. They're just bad, and you're
0: getting them now before they fire their coach and get a chance to bring somebody new in and get a little bit of rebirth, a life. Yeah. So take advantage of while they're – kick them while they're down, as they say, and uh, you guys really need that three points again to just keep that distance up in the top four? And... We need
1: a good thrashing. Yeah. This, this is... could be the perfect time, and then send Marco on his merry way. Yeah. Back to Watford. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Yeah. It's great. All right. Then uh, 10 o'clock, we got Bournemouth hosting Liverpool. Man, this is um, a tough time for a... me to become a cherry. I would say fan. this could be another one that's uh, – Could be a little lopsided. Yeah, Bournemouth's just been real bad. Losers of four out of their last five. Bournemouth cannot put the ball in the net. And Liverpool, that attack, at least is scoring, you know, two, three, maybe more than that a game. Um, Bournemouth does not even have a home support. They get the probably lowest draw um, in the league. So I don't think home field advantage is taken off the board. So – To me this is a Liverpool big win. Yeah I would I kind of have to (laughs) agree I don't want to be
0: naive and say you know there's nothing I see out of Bournemouth at this point right now that tells me
1: anything different. Yeah unless Liverpool has another or Liverpool even when they have a little bit of a setback they're still pulling games out. They're finding ways to win like we've been saying and yeah, it's just it, there's nothing I don't think that Bournemouth and Eddie Howe can say in the locker room before this one that will really affect the outcome.
0: No, because unless your last name's Wilson, apparently you can't score for Bournemouth. So Yeah. And that's not going to be enough.
1: Tough times on the coast. But, yeah, um, another 10 o'clocker we got Spurs against Burnley. You know, Spurs, I mean, it, they came out great in the first half and then they went a little flat. This past, uh yesterday against United. Um, a Burnley team that's, they're beating teams they s- are supposed to beat. They are, are they supposed to beat Spurs? No. 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 I, I mean, and really. Spurs ha- and Spurs haven't been, like, recently, sure. At home, I guess you could see them. I mean, Sonny's playing great. Deli's playing great. Harry Kane, I don't know. He's been okay in the league, so-so. I think we need to see a little bit more. I think Spurs fan would agree with me and say that we they need a little more from uh, HK. Um, Christian Eriksson's basically been on the bench. He's been a non-factor. Um,
0: yeah, I think Mourinho pretty much said, you don't want to be here. I'm not going to, like, you're not part of my future. There's no point in playing you these next month or so before January. Yeah,
1: he pretty much had to put him in on uh, yesterday to maybe have maybe a little bit of a spark. So he was like, why not? Yeah,
0: every once in a while you you just you need the body and right, he is yeah. part of that team, so you're gonna have to, but for the most part I think he's pretty much, you know, ruled out the fact that he's not coming back and Yeah. I haven't seen much out of this Lo Celso kid either. Like
1: Yeah, Lo Celso is one of those kids he was at PSG. It was supposed to be a nice ad for them and and then he didn't really play at PSG and then somehow Spurs bought him for a decent bit and now it's like he's not playing there. Yeah. Another kid that was supposed to be really good that's kind of uh had his career derailed because he's not getting playing time. Again, the Spurs
0: have talent. I mean, a lot of people do forget that Hugo has been out. Yeah. Um, that's a big that's a big hit. I mean, he's top five goaltender in the Prem, probably five to ten in the world. Oh, right for now, sure.
1: Easily. Gazaniga is, uh, I don't know. Yeah, he hasn't been nice great. A little great. sketchy.
0: So, I mean, there are opportunities for these teams like Burnley to sneak in and do something, but I don't know. I think Spurs probably get back on track and get that dub.
1: Yeah. Um, Last 10 o'clock game Saturday, we got Watford hosting Crystal Palace. So Watford hasn't won a home game in, I think, what, seven? No, it was 11. Something like that. I believe it's double digits. They haven't won at home in the league. And Palace has been playing, you know, they're one of those... Good enough. Good enough. <laughs> yeah. And I guess, you know, if this isn't the day to have the setback for Palace. No. you got to take advantage of this bad Watford team.
0: Everybody who plays the Watford team should take advantage of the bad Watford team.
1: Exactly. This is a chance to win. This is a chance to build m- some more momentum for Palace now that they have a couple... You know, good results in a row, and you can't, you can't go to Watford with a team you know that they suck at home. They they suck suck anywhere. anywhere. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) They could suck right here. Yeah, literally. But even if it's like you're like, well, at least they play good at home. That's not even the case. No. Yeah, you can't even give them that. So it's they're
0: still in single digits. They have eight points. It's bad. They have one. It's rock bottom for Watford right now, folks. It's yeah, bad. It's bad. They don't even have a coach. They have an interim of an interim of a.
1: Yeah, they've gone through two managers, and now they have their U23 coach. I can't even. It's like Nick something. Yeah, yeah it's not. It's not even worth mentioning his name because it's not going to matter. Sorry, at all. Nick.
0: <laughs> sorry. Nick, but it's I think. Not... I want to.
1: Have...
0: Yeah, you're, I think it's you're Nick. Gonna,
1: you're going to be an assistant to
0: Marco Silva in two weeks. <laughs> so, Watford.
1: Interim manager.
0: Yeah, Palace actually, this would be um, this would be quite upsetting if Palace didn't get this win to our uh, Palace DC brethren. We are... Oh, I'm got sorry
1: back. N- not to interrupt you, but nope. the interim yep. boss is Hayden Mullins. Oh, Hayden. Even, I don't know why I said Nick. I don't know. <laughs> he looks like a Nick from what I saw. <laughs> but... uh he looks like Nick Wright. Yeah. Does he? A little bit. Oh, man. Not a good thing.
0: No, poor, poor Hayden Mullins. Sorry, bud, but... <laughs> unfortunately he's the whipping boy yeah i mean dude i guess the best thing for your life and career is go out and beat crystal palace at home and maybe you get a job somewhere else and get the hell out of watford and, and, and have, have a better
1: life for yourself <laughs> better life yeah better quality of life yeah
0: maybe all it would take is one win that's and it I, I think you get a job somewhere
1: you get a statue outside the
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: the stadium
0: you be like nick Foles. yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but yes, so actually the best game of the weekend, uh, by far 1230, we got the Manchester Dobby.
0: Yes. This is actually looking like we're getting United at a good time for this game to be like entertaining.
1: Oh, perfect. We're on a form to hit that city team. It's like city again, like we said, you know, not the same city of last year and Manchester no. United has actually been playing really well, they or at have. least Rashford's been playing well. Yeah.
0: Um, Maybe not as good on the road. A little bit better at Old Trafford than they have been on the road.
1: But we are going. Gonna... I still see City playing really, really well. That was weird. That is weird. We lost all the stuff in chat, but
0: yes, I I know we know Watford's in last place. <laughs> that was the last thing I saw in chat. Yeah,
1: Watford. But. Yeah, but yeah, the Manchester Derby. It's uh, it should be good. I mean, with uh, a City team, you know. They're always going to put up goals. Yeah. And it's just, I think.
0: They're a goal-scoring machine.
1: It comes down to who can score besides Rashford for United. They're
0: definitely not the same team defensively that they've been in the past. So. No. So, well, we got to pick this one. We do have to pick this, this one. This is our first pick of the weekend.
1: Um, uh, I'll go first this time. Since Oh, look at you stepping up. Well, you did the last time.
0: Did I? Did I on Tuesday? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. Sometimes
1: <laughs> I don't
0: remember. <laughs> I don't remember things. So
1: city and you not it at the Etihad. At the Etihad, uh, I'm gonna go with city three two. Oh. I think it'll be close. Man, okay, three two. Hmm. What say you? Hmm. Damn. <laughs> shit got him
0: put me in a tough predicament here
1: got him I'm going to go with the old safe 2-2 two, two, draw yeah draw card that is pretty safe but Pull, I mean I think that could happen for pulling sure. out
0: the draw card early in the picks first pick of the 4 of the weekend it plays
1: it plays Um. alright so Sunday we got 3 9 o'clock 3 9 o'clockers, three
0: nine o'clockers.
1: So the first one is Villa hosting Leicester. Yes. That should be a pretty decent game. I mean, it should be. Um our boys from Leicester have been pretty damn good. Yeah. Pretty dang good. Villa's been good, but not that good. They've been a feisty young average. squad.
0: Yeah. They've Competitive. Competitive. They're that's competitive. It. They're not gonna lay down for you.
1: No. By any means. But they're running into a team that has been pretty unstoppable this year. Yeah. Um, The most complete team that we've seen. And Vardy's on fire. Vardy's absolutely on fire. And I could see him definitely continuing the streak. Um, Villa's been a little, not as much, uh, they've been giving up more goals in the first half now. Because they, they gave up one to Chelsea and then the uh, week before as well. So
0: Yeah, that little streak of, what, 12 games I think they yep. have gone on without a first-half goal is over, and they're looking beatable a little bit. Right. So, I mean. El still a little banged up. El banged Trezeguet up. Trezeguet did step in and get a goal in his replacement. I don't know. It's a, It's a tough – it's a very tough time for Villa. It's a tough one. We didn't say we're picking this one, right? Um, Or was that on the list? Yes, it was on the well, list. That is on the list. Your, and I got to go first. Your go. Oh, man. Lester, it's, I can't pick against them. It's tough to pick against Lester at this point. You're right. You know I can't pick against them. A draw card might have been a safe, just because they're on the road, might have been safe to save it for there. Right. But I don't know. Lester hasn't really been conceding much lately either. Mm-hmm. Like It's not just like. They're not just pounding people, literally. I mean, I would honestly, if you can't follow a trend, you're stupid, so I'm going to follow the trend and take advantage of picking first. Literally, in their last five games, they've scored two goals in every game, mm-hmm. and they have not conceded except once to Everton, so two nothing, because that seems to be the trend for them. Literally, the last five has been two nothing, two nothing, two nothing, two one, two nothing. Even before that, 2-1, two, 2-1. One, two, one. Obviously, the 9 nothing raping of uh, Southampton. True. 3-1 against Burton. I mean, they're a two-goal team. So, I'm um, yeah, 2 nothing. Lester, on the road.
1: What does the Fox say? The Fox says 2-1, Lester.
0: <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the only other logical score, except maybe a draw. But you couldn't do it, could you?
1: Nah. Or are you saving that? Oh, I'm definitely saving it. pocket in that shit. I don't think I just (laughs) I just think that Lester will continue to roll on here. Yeah, man. I don't Um, disagree with you. Another nine o'clock game Sunday. We got Newcastle hosting Southampton. I think Southampton Southampton. Nice run of form here Uh, on the road at the St. James Park up in Newcastle. The Saints come marching in and uh newcastle has been you know i think playing better as of late under steve bruce i think maybe they're buying in finally yeah and <laughs> southampton i mean danny ings has been the man danny Just ings. straight up he has been killing it so man we're not gonna pick this one we skip this one yes okay um Did we? No. Or are we gonna do this one? Oh,
0: it's either this one or we got to do Norwich Sheffield because I don't think Brighton Wolves or the uh, Arsenal. And we're doing Arsenal West Ham. Oh yeah.
1: Well, let's do this one then. You want to do this one? Sure. Okay. Um. Sheesh. Newcastle
0: Southampton. I really wish I could see like what Newcastle does today. Yeah, that's the only thing. Yeah, that makes. That's how I feel about
1: Arsenal because that would definitely change my. uh, Yeah. My thought process going forward, but. Ugh. That's neat. um Makes it a little trickier. I think this might. Oh, shit. Because <laughs> I really want to hold out my draw card for Arsenal because that's probably what's going to happen. Um, man, I want to go Newcastle at home winning, but I don't know if that would really <laughs> matter.
0: They haven't been horrible. They've gotten a result in four out of their last five. True.
1: You know what? I'm Fuck it. 1-1. I'll do it. I'll draw it up. Draw it up? Yeah, fuck it. And what do you think?
0: I, think? I think Southampton continues. Yeah? Their little stretch here. Just keep it on rolling on? 2-1 Southampton on the road. Saints are going to come
1: marching in. That'd be a huge
0: win for them, too. it would be monstrous. <laughs> Dude, that would, like pretty much Ralphie would be safe. there
1: for the next three years
0: with this win with the with as tough as Everton's schedule is and as bad as uh, Watford
1: and Norwich have been playing you might as well write yourself right back in the prem. you could just keep keep on keep on.
0: on yeah sell Danny Ings at his high yeah right <laughs> get, now get some money for Danny Ings right now send him back to Liverpool oh god Liverpool gets a bad
1: injury or something and <laughs> they need a striker maybe Newcastle they could use some scoring
0: Yeah, go beat Newcastle at home and then sell them to anything. Switch locker rooms.
1: Yeah. Um, Take on Joe Litton. (laughs) (laughs) So Norwich, uh, last 9 o'clock, we got Norwich hosting Sheffield. Yeah. Uh, Canaries, again, I think another team that's...
0: They're playing better. Better. Pookie, again.
1: When Pookie scores, they actually do okay because he's the guy that's scoring yeah him and toddy are that cog that stirs the drink yes because we haven't seen buendia at all the hot toddy the hot toddy yeah
0: buendia's been banged up again he came off the bench. oh really
1: yeah he came off the bench the other day again but he's been yeah he was nursing the uh yeah but yeah norwich norwich only goes as far as uh Demon. hot toddy and uh pooks yeah that's it
0: they're still having sh- a lot of defensive struggles Tim Cruel's been like reborn it back in the Premier. Timmy Cruel <laughs> has some, some, some swag now. Yeah,
1: he likes to talk shit. He's, like, a, he's a little feisty, motherfucker. <laughs> Dude, he
0: is like grabbing that yellow, and it's awesome. I kind of like to see that. He's but a little shit. I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't know. I don't think they're gonna have enough for Sheffield. Man, Sheffield's the real deal.
1: I know. It's like, how can you pick against them right now? You
0: can't. There's no way. I'm glad we weren't picking this game. I
1: would have said draw on this, too, honestly. Yeah, I mean, Sheffield
0: has drawn four out of their last five. But, like, it's been against good competition, too. Yeah. Like, those are draws that in the beginning of the year, when you look at a schedule as a newly promoted Sheffield team, you take
1: most I of I could the- see, like, a one 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 nothing either way. Yeah.
0: Dude, I I see. Can Pookie
1: Sheff- continue this uh, three-game streak here? I see Sheffield going
0: into Norwich and and winning this game. I think. I think they're That'd good enough. I think they're good enough.
1: Might be like a one nothing. Might be a two one. Really, just grinding like it that. out type game. Yeah. I mean, it's at at this point you can't put your money against Sheffield. They've no. been just really good. Yeah, they're getting results. So yeah. Um. So the eleven thirty game on. Sunday is Brighton hosting Wolves. It's weird how these some of these games get the top billing. I know. You know? I mean, I understand that they probably come out with the schedule way before the season even starts. Brighton should never get a
0: primetime I, game. <laughs> maybe they're spreading the love around. Yeah, I think they do. I don't think they do like some of the U.S. sports and only give it to like the top teams sometimes or – I mean, they got the Wolves on primetime. That's cool. Because this probably
1: would get flexed right out of there. Oh, nor- Oh yeah. <laughs> Normally, this would get flexed. They would flex
0: it for Leicester Let's and Billard yeah. or something. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, the Wolves, shit. Yeah. Nine in a row unbeaten. I was
0: going to say, another one. How can you pick against them even on the road?
1: Yeah. I mean, Brighton's been a little better at home, but... Even this has like a draw written has, all over it.
0: Has draw or like a low-scoring Wolves win, like again. a
1: Trossard or Maupas maybe find the back of the net, and you know usual Raúl Jiménez or something. Yeah, like one-one or again, because I mean the draw kings. There's a couple teams nipping at their heels for that that um dude throne of <laughs> draw. But <laughs> <laughs> when when Arsenal draws today. Is that tied then?
0: That would put them tied. Yes,
1: seven or so. Eight, eight. That's right. Eight,
0: seven. Uh, Arsenal and Sheffield are both Sheffield's at seven. Sheffield's right
1: there too. Yeah, Yeah, but
0: see, if you're Sheffield, seven draws is okay. Yeah. For a newly promoted team that didn't necessarily have like the craziest of aspirations, that you know. Yeah. Seven draws is cool, but when you're a team like Arsenal, seven draws is not.
1: Not cool, cool. man. Not cool. Actually,
0: United has six too. That was part of their problem. Right mm, the yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. So we might as well go on to the...
1: Yeah, Monday. Monday fun day. 3 o'clock Monday, we got uh, West Ham hosting the Gunners. Um, (laughs) Shit. It's tough to say because Arsenal hasn't played today yet, and that would really help my my pick go forward. Yeah. Because if they lay an egg and I pick them to win Monday, I'm like, well, that was stupid. But also West Ham is pretty bad right now. They are, other than,
0: like, Again, sneaking that kind of, I would say, lucky win against Chelsea. Maybe against a tired Chelsea squad? Yeah, catching them a little off guard, bringing in a goalie that just was standing on his head in his 33-year-old debut. Yeah. I mean, the guy was pumped up, so I don't know, man. I don't know. Do I have to pick this one first? Is this uh, me? Yeah, yes, it he, is. He went first. Wow.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what I said. Wow because I just don't know. Dude,
0: I hate to say it. I'm going to 2-1 West Ham. Really? Done. Yeah. Our, dude, Arsenal's bad. They, they are, are bad. bad. They're on the road. Aubameyang's the only one that can score. Yep. Uh, all of a sudden. I mean, I don't want to see it. I'm going to hope that I lose this and Arsenal bounces back and Pepe gets in to the lineup today and maybe, you know, again, like you said, I'd like to see what they put out today against Brighton. But we don't have that luxury, so I'm going to go off the fact that they've, they're have they still playing like absolute garbage, and they can't stop anybody. Haller probably bounces back, and we hear his name again. I haven't heard him in a long time. Yeah, they'll, they'll get a goal, but they'll find a way to lose, and 2-1 West Ham.
1: I think I'm just going to keep uh, riding with Arsenal, even though they keep hurting me when I pick them, but I don't think West Ham's good enough. Okay. I think... If you're Arsenal, you got to start putting some results together here, and like win. So I'll say two one to the Gunners, and just go the opposite way, and just hope for the best, I guess.
0: Yeah, I,
1: it's the best. I, I kind of wanted do. to do the same
0: thing, but when I'm sitting here and I'm looking at <laughs> David Luiz is your third leading scorer so far this year with two. David Luiz, that's not good. Is your third leading scorer? It's really bad. With two goals. Yep. And Lacazette is your second with four, and he's played, what, four games? Yeah. Early in the, you know, like. The production's not there, man. Just Just. not there. Danny Ceballos is tied for your assist lead with two that he had in the first week of the season. Struggles. They had a chant for him. They had a chant for him at the Emirates. And he doesn't touch the field anymore.
1: I don't this even This team's
0: bad, man. It's a bad team and
1: no direction like I said. They're in some serious world of hurt. Yeah, they're the reason why the
0: my the red card got broken because over the last few weeks bending it out of frustration and anger, it it cracked.
1: It's his, it's a symbol of his heart the red,
0: <laughs> broken.
1: Broken in half. You
0: broke my heart.
1: But yeah, so that's kind of the rundown. I know it's been a lot. And it's been maybe a little overwhelming and confusing because we still have some games today.
0: I'm glad everybody who's stuck with us.
1: But, yeah, I think we've had a really successful Twitch stream, probably the most successful we've had. I've seen yeah. the numbers fluctuate. We had a really good conversation with our boy, uh, big, play, big, big games players. Big, big players, players yeah. Games,
0: yeah. There he Soccer is. Soccer
1: is confusing in general. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're right. There's a lot, though, man. I that's mean, that's what
0: we're here for. We're here to kind of. To give the people.
1: That's what we do. That's what we do. Hey, there's our boy. <laughs> so,
0: thank you for the other couple viewers. Please click if you haven't click the follow. I would button. say if you
1: have a Twitch, please hit the follow button because not to, we're not begging, and I know people get annoyed that podcasters when they do the whole please follow us please do this but it really does like help us out a huge ton right because we have to get to a certain number of follows to become relevant become relevant and we can only produce a better show once that happens
0: yeah big game uh big plays games i know you got some boys that you can that watch some soccer That maybe you could spread the love and get them to click as well please Yeah, man. And we really appreciate... I appreciate you jumping on the Twitter and all that, too. I don't know if you're on the IG or the Facebook, but um, I did see you jump on the Twitter, so we we much appreciate you, bro. Yeah,
1: and it means the world to us, and you know, we can't do this without any of you guys, or like we said, it would just be us talking to each other, so... Exactly. Hey, what's up, everybody? Just letting you know that after we recorded earlier... um, Marco Silva finally got fired. So I just want to get in the studio and kind of just touch on that for a couple minutes. I don't want to go too crazy on it since Brian's not here and I, you know, what's there really to say? We've been calling for uh, Marco Silva's head forever, it seems like, and the fact that he's finally gone is insane. Um, the We did not think he would even make it out of you know we didn't even think he would survived yesterday i thought he would get fired right after the press conference not even into the press conference and then now all of a sudden um he's gone and literally brian was about to walk out the door um and he he was like oh great marco silva just got fired and of course it's right after we taped the show So I just wanted to get on here and say that we heard the news. Um, I'm sorry we couldn't get it to you in the bulk of the show. And just ignore whatever you heard about Marco Silva, us talking about it throughout the show. Um, Just ignore everything that we said about him and that the fact that he's gone is amazing. And we probably feel as Toffee supporters from the start of the season that this is big. And hopefully it's a kick in the ass to the team. Hopefully, it'll shake it up. It comes on a bad timing because Everton, of course, play my Chelsea boys. And, of course, now this changes a little bit from the predictions that we might have said. But just disregard anything we said about Marco Silva and just know that your boys at Kicking It State side are extremely happy that he's finally gone. Um, We don't have to talk about that sorry ass unless... Unless he goes to Watford, which is a definite possibility. So you heard it here. If Marco Silva ends up at Watford, tell him the boys at Kicking It Stateside told you this same news. But uh, thank you for kind of sticking with us and sticking with me through this little breaking news. I felt like I needed to bring it to you. So you, everybody out there, knows, and you heard it here first, that Marco Silva is out at Everton. So again, thank you guys for, thank you guys again for listening and, um, have a great weekend. It's awesome. And I guess to, um, to end it, we'll, uh, kind of do our little fun, you know, hierarchy. I oh, thought of a good one. one. I thought Beautiful. of a good one. Okay. Cause I know we're both music guys. I thought the top three people or concerts you would have liked to seen that you haven't, they could be dead or alive.
0: Okay. Whew.
1: Yeah damn i've discussed this many a time thank you spread the word my friend yeah i appreciate it man i've had this discussion like when you're just you know hanging out with the boys and you're just like or with anybody really you know everybody gets involved and it's fun to see like what their ideal concert or who they would want to see that the people that have passed away i would have to say all three of mine are definitely dead Oh, yeah. Because
0: I just thought of, I mean, mine are probably for up, mine it's pretty yeah. clear. I have two favorites that I thought put on some pretty awesome shows for their time. And then I have a, another favorite that maybe, yeah. So Go for it, man. You want me to roll first? Yes, sir. All right, so I'll go. I'll split them up because two are similar types of music. So I'll put one at three, which would be my man Ray Charles. Ray Charles. I would love to have seen Ray you know, at his prime just tinkling those ivories and jamming out and doing his thing. That would have been an awesome show. Fuck yeah. Um, My man Pac, good old Tupac. I know you can go see a hologram show of Tupac, but it's not the same, even though it's probably just a computer-generated version of him singing on an island somewhere because he's still alive. True. Pac for life. (laughs) And uh, number one is my all-time favorite. Is the king Elvis Presley?
1: Oh, yeah, I would That's love a good one.
0: to have. I mean, I could go on like Marley and MJ say, and guys like them, but if I had to pick three, those are definitely my three. I
1: would say, uh, to kind of uh, piggyback off that for mine, I think Bobby Marley would be my honorable mention, like right outside, maybe like four. Yeah, um, I would definitely say my third would probably be biggie okay i would have liked to seen him um number two um the whole original beatles i know two of them are still alive but all the guys the originals to see them live would probably be pretty fucking yeah, kick-ass like prime time yeah like Beatlemania. yeah <laughs> probably be insane and for me just number one easy is mj yeah that would just be insane because he was such an entertainer that his live shows like i've seen my buddies like a huge michael jackson fan and he kind of got me into mike Ooh, queen fuck
0: yeah i guess the reason i didn't pick mj is because i guess
1: i'd put queen third and maybe slide biggie down
0: i yeah i would put queen for me i guess as an honorable um I guess MJ, I didn't pick because I felt like even though I never saw him live, I was alive for really his majority of his career and saw so much with him that I felt like I always did right? in a sense. So where some of these other guys, I never really got to see Elvis or Ray Charles at their... Well, Elvis at all. Ray Charles I
1: saw when he was doing Pepsi commercials at like eighty something. Sure, yeah. So that's yeah.
0: That's that's good pick.
1: Yeah, I think that's a solid list. I mean, you could probably go on and on, but yeah, yeah I forgot about Queen with Freddie. Zeppelin in their when they were all alive and Oh sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking at this list right now. Um they had one for Zeppelin, Beatles were two. Um I guess some of the Pink Floyd. Yeah queen obviously see i'm ca-
0: i'm happy going to see a pink floyd like laser light show at your old uh what's yeah it those, those are fun
1: pink floyd the wall yeah yeah get all stoned up and go yeah man but yeah um again it's been a packed show there's so much shit going on and it's been like a weird week because Last week with the holiday and this week with so many games and then there was bad weather. We said we were going to do a show um, on Monday that kind of fell through. So it's been a weird two weeks. Yeah, it has. But we're glad we're here. It's been busy, personal lives too. So, But again, we we would never miss a week. No. Never.
0: Looking forward to see what the results are from today.
1: Yeah, it's been really awesome and we appreciate
0: it. Should be a great weekend. And we'll be back Tuesday on the A2D platform.
1: Yes, A2D Radio. Uh,
0: catch us live on all forms of social media on Tuesday. And please follow all of our personal ones, Kicking It Stateside. Um, got everything. So
1: Yeah, look us up. I mean, Adam Modick um, and Brian Wheeler probably were on everything as well. Yes, Not yes. Not just the Kicking stuff.
0: Yeah, I've been trying to put, like, us on Kicking, like, Follow hosts, Adam right. and Brian, like, yeah. so people know who we
1: are. I'm going to keep doing that on the Twitter. Yeah. Just a different aspect. So, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll be, uh, we'll be back um, Thursday with this show, and we will talk a little – probably a l- we're going to talk a lot of the games. We're going to talk about games from this past week, this weekend. Yes. And then take a look at some of the games coming up. And
0: let everybody know that they can listen to what you just listened and watched on iTunes and Spotify. Sure should, can should be up later tonight early tomorrow at the latest usually is kind of where we're at so
1: yeah thursday night i'll usually get it up so if Ooh. you guys are driving home <laughs> that's your night that's it <laughs> drive home from work throw us on throw us on baby all right guys we'll uh we'll see you next week and uh like we always say drink some beer smoke some dubs, and uh Enjoy the rest of your week, guys. Stay safe. Later. Later.